Cravats. Marvellous. And uh, an extra linen jacket. Quite right. Oh, and maybe some, um, some deck shoes, I think. Should set it off quite nicely. What do you think, Tontu? Oh. Oh, yes. Caught myself out there, haven't I, Tontu? You're not being here anymore. Keeps catching me out. You would have liked this packing. Hmm. We always enjoyed it, didn't we? I used to put the towel out first so that you could sit on it, warm it nicely. And then I could lay that on the top at the end. And then, for an adventure like this, I think, some extra food. Lay it out as one might pour a drink for an old friend, like like something out of a Beckett play, or, or ghastly, maybe a pinter. Although I will admit, grudgingly, he is a terrific playwright, but what a brute of a man. There, your biscuits. A little devotion to you. A libation, if you will. Since I already carry a little statue, a dog's head upon human shoulders. I suppose it reminds me of you. How difficult I find it not to be able to reach my hand down and scratch behind your ear. I feel nervous before, before this particular adventure. Despite the fact that we'd been on so many before, and I'd left you behind for so many before. And yet here I am, nervous, unable to feel that wonderful connection between us. Listen to me, getting melancholy. How wonderful it must be to be an animal, not to worry about such things, to have one's appetites. Here I am, finally trying to learn how to cook, a thing that I've shown such inclination towards, and yet, what is it really? An affectation? When all that we really need is enough to sustain ourselves, to survive? Why add any art to the nature of sustenance? But to be an animal, well, is not to be human, is it? Hello! I think that's Mrs. Blythe. Yes, a few minutes and the taxi will be here. Oh, nonetheless, I feel I must call you to your bowl a final time. For libations must be observed and cries to the gods must be made. Tonto! 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 Did you call me, Mr. De Beer? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm. Oh, I thought I heard you calling. No, I, that wasn't for you. I'm not calling for you, Mrs. Blythe. I just thought I'd make a start, is all. Oh, that's very kind. Well, I'm sorry for disturbing you. No, no, not at all. You carry on with your business. I shall be leaving in just two minutes. You're all set, are you? Yes, I'm all packed. Have a lovely time on your hollybobs. Thank you. Dreadful woman. But she does do a wonderful job on the flat. Of course, she has less to clean now, now that you're not here. Well, I must not linger here in this melancholy strain. Here is to adventure, culinary, and post-canine.
What time did Julia get back? She left us a bit early. Oh, I didn't see her. Should we go and check the rooms upstairs? I'll come with you, John. I'm assuming it's the mother. As the door creaks open, she's lying in the bed and she's naked. Oh, her feet. Her feet. I found these two things in Julia's personal bag. What that is, Vendictin, that there, it's for morning sickness. wonder if you could just take a look at this leaflet for me. It's got a whiff of the Stalinesque. There is a, like a little Gideon's Bible in one of the chests of drawers. And she shows them the underlined words that say, Leave, Unsafe, Festival. Someone I know lives in the area. They might be able to sort of keep their ear to the ground for us. Yeah, I, do, I don't think I want to go down there on my own. The Apocalypse Players present Il Portico di San Luca A Call of Cthulhu Scenario by Dan Wheeler with Dominic Allen as Robert Hyde, retired chemist. Joseph Chance as Nicholas Devere, theatre critic. Perennial guest star Jeannie Spark as Sharon Clifford, widowed housewife. And Dan Wheeler as your keeper of arcane lore. Into the Dark So, where are we going next? It feels like various people have different things that they want to do. Yeah. I don't know whether we want to do them together or whether we want to do them separately. Maybe that's a conversation we have in character. Well, I come back downstairs. Yeah, I think we're all still there. So we are all, we, me being Don, everyone is there. This is a classic, annoying Wheeler thing to do, and I need to stop doing it. Basically casting myself as an investigator, an NPC investigator. No it's, a, no, it's very good. It's a very good thing to do. Really annoying, because it means I, have to, I can't I have to occupy half of my brain. Yeah. Anyway, I, maybe I should just kill him off. Don has a heart attack. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Don't break Sharon's heart. So young. So young. Wasted so young. <laughs> I know. Poor Sharon. Fucking hell. He's still warm, Sharon. He's still warm. Don is there saying, I, I just think we, we um, yeah, as soon as uh, Robert gets back down here, we... Uh, oh, I think that's him there now. We need to go to... The, oh, God. Robert. These stairs are no good for me. What's the plan? Uh, well, uh, so I've made a little note to uh, hand to uh, my... Uh, Contact? My, my colleague. Colleague. So uh, it might take a, a couple of days. I don't know how long it will take. He's a chemist. Sorry? You said, at, you said at dinner, didn't you, that you work with um, chemicals? That's right, yes. Yes. A couple of days. We, we, don't have, we don't have time for that. No, that is quite long. Well, it might be quicker. I just don't know. I, I can't be sure. We lost touch a very long time ago. All I know is that he frequents a particular cafe very regularly. Sure, OK. Uh, so I thought I'd leave the note with him there. All right, all right. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Um, do you want to go and do that now? Should we all go? Should we come with you? If you like. Well, look, I, there's just one thing I want to say, and it was born out of that moment over at um, the restaurant. We're obviously in a very interesting part of town. Casa Petronio is next to a very interesting group of um, things. Last night there was a lot of trouble. Two people left as a result. We don't know whether they left of their own volition. You were in their room. Is that, is, is that right, Sharon? Did you see their room? I say clutching the Bible. I did, yeah. Yes, it, 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 
it looks neat and tidy. I wouldn't say it looks like, you know, I wouldn't say it looks like they left in a terrible rush, but neither does it look like um, they tidied up properly after themselves. Yeah. Essentially, you believe that they may have left of their own volition, but Julia, we're more questioning of. I think we'd all agree. It's a possibility. It's a possibility, but I do. I don't know. I question it. Crystal, she's a young girl and she's blind, and to leave in the in the early hours of the the morning like that. I mean, I wouldn't do it if I was in charge of a, a disabled eighteen-year-old girl. Well, now listen. I'll I'll come to that point last. Oh, I beg your pardon, Mister Devere. But what I'd focus on is. No, 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 I don't mean like that, Sharon. I mean, you're hitting the, the nub of it, but Don, for you... Yeah, yeah. I think it's very important that we talk about there's a political hotbed of activity here. Yes. It could be valuable to kidnap someone, and it could be a political group could have done it. Well, that's what I'm worried about, worried about the fascists. Well, yes, well, you don't want police barging in there. Look, they shot someone five days ago in Milan. Hold on a minute. What? Why aren't you... You say you're worried about the fascists, but you're not worried about the Red Brigades. Ah... Uh. No, well, they, I, I'm less worried about them. Sure. What I want to ask you, Donald, I'm going to be very, I'm going to be very frank with you. You know, you can trust us. You, you, you. I don't know why you would, given that we've only just met, but uh, we're, we're all invested in finding Julia for you. So, let me ask you this: It's a charming woman, charming woman. I, I agree, Robert. I agree. If, if, if she'd been kidnapped for political reasons, what would their motivation be for choosing her? Is there something you'd like to tell us about your own um, background or or hers? He shifts a bit, shifts a bit uneasily on his feet, <laughs> uh, but says, "No, I, uh, I, no, they'd have no reason to. No, I just, I just don't trust them. You know, I, I follow the news. I, I can see that the, 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 uh, the authorities in this country and the fascists, they're, they're all, they're all in cahoots." Well, as I said before, if an organisation is going to try to garner political capital, they're, what they're going to do is they're only going to do a kidnap of someone who is useful to them, and that means we'll get a ransom note, and it also means that there'll be a reason for doing that that is connected to you or her, in my opinion. They won't just pick someone at random on the street. You see my thinking? Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. I... What about Julia's family? Are they connected in some way to political scene or...? Or really loaded and everyone knows it? Well, yeah. No, not particularly. She's quite well off, or, or at least her family are quite well off. But she she doesn't really have a lot to do with them these days. Uh, I... No, I just, um... We, uh... I guess we're both... We lean left, I suppose... But I, I don't know how anyone would know that. Is there a possibility that she, possibility that she leans further left than you might have realised? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. She's obviously a terrific girl. Don, can I, can I show you something that I, I hope you don't mind. It was poking out of Julia's bag when I was in your room, and I picked it up. You went through her stuff. No, I didn't go. It was her bag was open, and it was there in her bag, and she hands over the leaflet. Now that to me, that to me looks like. Some sort of potential, very left-leaning literature. He snatches it and says, "Yeah, yeah. When we were in when we were in Milan, she uh, she wanted to go to this. She wanted to go to this meeting. This new 
organization, uh, Prima Linea, they, they came out of a lot of continua. They, yeah, I, I don't think she's involved. She was just interested. But yeah, I got, I guess it got me worried. The violence in Milan, the violence here last night, I just I'm worried about how, how much she, she's getting involved in that side of things. Well, if she's considered a political enemy of some repute, then yes, we might be in trouble. If it's just a kidnapping for, you know, money, then we'll get a note. We don't even know she's been kidnapped. She might have just gone for a wander. Maybe, maybe she's just gone for a wander. Like you say, I... I... She might have um, secretly gone to see a doctor without your knowledge because there's something she's trying to conceal from you. Mr Hyde. Like what? Like a pregnancy, for example. Well, why would she... Just off the top of my head. I'm so sorry, Don. Have another brandy. I pour another brandy. Listen, we're not, achi- we're not achieving anything standing around here talking. We've we got to get out there and find her. No, that's true. I'm just suggesting that, you know, she might be right now going for an emergency abortion or something. Jesus Christ. Well, it's a possibility, isn't it? She's not Catholic, is she? These points are sort of counterintuitive, I suppose, but if she was Catholic, that would be unlikely. But at the same time, she could have a complex psychological reaction, couldn't she, Don? You know her best. No, she's not Catholic. Neither of us are particularly religious people, no. My point is, she could just be doing something of her own volition, knowing that you'd be out of the house for a bit, and she doesn't want you to know about it, she doesn't want you to stress. Sure, yeah, you're, you're right, what? It's only been like half an hour. You're saying I should, I should wait here, or, or I should go to the police, someone should wait here? I think the police will tell you it has to be a couple of days before they can say that she's missing. So that's what Niccolo said. Well, yeah, I mean, it's true. That's what Niccolo said. He said they'd be busy with the festival. Oh, just just in terms of, you know, when they prioritise things. Did she say anything to you about the festival? Uh-huh. No. Did you have plans to do anything else this week apart from the cookery course? Did you, you, you want to explore a lot of the architecture in the churches, is there? Yeah, we were, we were going to have a look at a few other churches. Um, we were thinking maybe we'd find one and see if, see if, see if there was an, you know, a run-down place that we could restore. Mm, how romantic, yes, how lovely. That's what we were thinking. Mm. I, knew some, I knew some artists who did that, and they, and they smeared the walls of a church, a falling-down church, with clay, and they planted grass on the wall, and they grew grass on one wall of the church, as if, as if the whole of the side of the church was alive, with a vibrant and verdant colour, as if spring was bursting through the religious pores of the building. But, of course, itself, it was like a Venetian ode to death. Yeah, sure, sure. Listen, Nick, th- this, this sounds beautiful, but I, I, don't, I don't know whether we've got time for this. No, you're quite right. We probably don't. Well, let me ask you this. Or what should we do, Robert? What should we do? Let me ask you this, uh, Don. What do you want to do? I think I maybe just want to get out there and, oh, Jesus, I don't know, look for her. We could do that. And let's swing by this cafe on the way and drop this note off. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah, all right, all right. Plan of action. And you know what? If... We come back here in a couple of hours, then then yes, let's go to the police, but if you like. Well, should we say something to Niccolo about, aren't we due to do some more cooking? Well, I think that's off the menu for this afternoon, isn't it? A very droll. What? Menu. It was very witty, I think. Oh, thank you. So it's sort of, it's, it's mid-afternoon, mid to late afternoon by this point. You've still got plenty of light. And he talked about, yeah, he had originally talked about you coming back and finishing off the lasagna and maybe making a, making a dessert for this evening's meal but potentially got a bit of time to go out before then 
Dom, the, the cafe that uh, you're going to be heading to is uh, the other side of the Piazza Maggiore. So it's 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 a short walk. It's like maybe a, like a 10 minute walk from here, right through the central town. Mm. Okay, great. It's a difficult question, but do you think this um, Prima Linea have an organizational center? Or would that be a secret thing? I, I guess they'll um, probably will be secret. I don't know. It's not really my kind of thing. But it, but it could possibly have been hers. She might have had a conversation with someone and been inspired. M- maybe. Maybe, I don't know, but I'm sure she would tell me that kind of thing. No, but it's funny how it affects you. Suddenly, suddenly, you, something you've left alone for, for 30 years of your life. Or, well, she's young, but 20 years of hers, I suppose. And then suddenly, you, you were inspired by a trip to a church, and then you think, I must attend the festival, or whatever it might be. She must, she might have felt, after that Milan trip... And I'm saying this as we're leaving, and I'm lighting cigarettes for the both of us. And I and I, and I pass him a cigarette, and I say, you know, sometimes it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a turnaround, um, volt face, and and suddenly you're inspired, and then you need to follow that compulsion. And she might have just gone straight there, or to Lotta Continua, maybe. Well, Lotta Continua, they they don't really exist anymore. But oh, of course, how foolish of me. I do try to read the periodicals, but it's 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 it's, it's difficult. No, it's complicated. I, I, I know I can't keep track of it myself. Um, it just seems unlikely. But if that's the case, then... Don, there is nothing more unlikely than the mind of a woman in love. Never forget that. You know, part of me wonders whether I'm overreacting and I should just... Maybe I should just wait. Maybe I should just go back to Casa Petronio or wait. Last thing we want is for her to come back and us not to be there. I look at the other two dramatically. As if to say, what do you think of that plan? Well. And I quite like it. With my eyes. With my, my eyes, I'm going to do my acting role. Aced it. 30. Oh, no, I failed it by five. <laughs> 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 by six, 39. So like 39, I was like, shit, I've done really well. Mm-hmm. I almost convey something with my eyes, but not quite. I just look weird. Are you all right, Mr. Devere? You look a, a bit dyspeptic. Dyspeptic. <laughs> a bit, you look a bit sick. Maybe we could all benefit from a lie down. Oh, no, yes, that brandy is slightly unsettled. I might need a light pasta dish, but don't worry, I'm sure we'll pick something up. What did she have on her when, when we were at the church? Oh, she was wearing that rather nice number. It was sort of white on the top and she had green... They were sort of bell-bottom, I think, weren't they? I meant, I meant more sort of her personal effects. Oh, sorry. She just, just the clothes she was stood up in, as far as I know. Is her passport still here? I don't know, you were the one going through her bag. Oh, come now. I didn't go through her bag. It was just, it was open and that was what I saw. She didn't take her bag with her. It was in her room. That has her, her purse, her passport. I, I, I think you should stay here. I think it's an excellent plan. You stay here. The three of us will go and look. We'll try and find whether, Robert, I think we could probably do that, couldn't we? On the way to the cafe, we could ask someone maybe. No, I don't know. There must be a way that we can gently inquire as to whether she's, well, and I trail off meaningfully. She wasn't feeling very well, was she? She she was probably just getting some air and she'll be back any minute now. So if you're here, then that's that'll be reassuring to her. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. I think that's right. I'll go back, I'll uh, and, and maybe I can convince Niccolo to maybe I can see if he knows anyone. He can pull some strings, get the police to move a bit faster or something. Great. Great idea. I'm I'm gonna go back. But but you will look for her, right? Oh yes. Absolutely. You have our word. Of course. Oh, yes. And Robert, thank, thank you for, um, you know, contacting your friend. I appreciate that. No problem. I, don't, I can't promise anything, but... Every little thing could make a difference. Mm. All right, I'll, I'll, 
I'll see you tonight. You'll be back this evening, right? Yes. 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 All right. And he heads back in as you cross the as cross the square. Can we see San Stefano as we cross the piazza? Yeah. Uh, I've got the geography right, right? I think I'm looking at it as it was as we're crossing. I'm finishing my cigarette and I I stop and I just I just gently tap Robert on the on the forearm and I'm looking at Sharon as I sort of do it, sort of like a suggestion of stopping. I say, Look, I didn't mention this earlier because I didn't want to alarm Don. There is a cellar in the house. Hmm. I didn't go in. I'd had that strange moment with Signora Fabri. I don't know. Do you think maybe we should look there first before we contact your friend? I've just got this sinking feeling. I want to go to that festival. I feel like that's what I'm drawn here for. And I know that sounds absolutely cuckoo, but damn it, sometimes you get given little messages from the stars, if you see what I mean. And I feel like, you know, I don't want to go too, um, sing about this, but it's as if a boot has been uh, uh, thrown at the stars by, by a playwright and, and has, has landed me here. You're a very singular man, Mr. DeVere. Yes, it is a sort of singularity, I'll agree. My mother said the same. <laughs> I think it's a good idea to complete a search of the premises before we go abroad. I just suddenly thought of it now as I look at, as I look at the church and, well, I climbed into... It sounds strange, but I climbed into the, uh, the edicule. The what what Oh, the, that sort of central... Um, it's, it's, it's almost like a sort of tomb-like structure in the centre. Oh, the big box, yeah. Y- yes, yes. Box, good. And, and I just suddenly thought... I don't know, what if she stumbled? This poor girl has stumbled into something. I sound a little crazy. Like, like a mad Italian academic writing some kind of wonderful fiction about Rosicrucians and, and strange occult practices. But, but I'm thinking that what if a, a, a bunch of masons were up to something and they didn't want people prying around and they had some communist spy in amongst them and they decided that she was too dangerous... And a couple of the guests saw it coming like a train, so they got out, pretending that it was clairvoyance. It's a lot. I think that's a very, it's a very colourful theory, Mr. Devere. I think we should check the cellar if you two are amenable. I don't know, Robert. Do you think I'm in your hands? Oh, I think it's worth checking the cellar. Another plausible explanation could be she'd gone down there because it might be cooler. That's also very true. And like a door shut on her, and she got trapped. Dan, remind me, the door or the entrance, was it sort of, was it obviously part of an excavation? Was it sort of boarded up or? Um, no, you sort of. I'd stopped, had I? You'd stopped, you hadn't really got that far, you'd gone down a few steps. So I think all I say is, but there was the talk of the excavation, of course. Oh, I'm, I'm having second thoughts, or are these third thoughts? I think just you're thinking a bit too much, Mr. Devere. But it wouldn't be the first time. The editor at the scoop. Let's find let's find the door and we'll we'll head on down. McCormick, McCormick, McCormick. That's his name at the scoop. He often tells me I overthink things. Where are you when you're having this conversation? Are you in the middle of the piazza? In the centre of the piazza. Okay. Fine. Right next to that guy with the, the broad brim hat and the black cloak. <laughs> and the and the red hammer and sickle badge. <laughs> Mr. Sanderman. Yeah, Mr. Sanderman. Yeah. Trying to sell his port to people. <laughs> yeah. cut, cut to the Peninsula campaign. <laughs> if we're in the middle of the piazza, I am looking around to see what tall buildings there are. Well, you can see very clearly that the Due Torre 
the famous two towers, the one very tall one and one slightly less tall leaning towards it. Mm. There's a very short walk and you there's almost on the way to the piazza where the the piazza maggiore where you're so the the location where you're where you had agreed that you might want to drop off the note is uh is it like a little tobacconist tabacchini uh uh netuno and it's just off the piazza maggiore but you will go past the two these two very tall towers if you want to on the way there you can, you can go by them well while we're in the middle of this piazza right I, I guess I'm looking to see if there is anyone watching us or if I have the feeling of being watched. <laughs> I guess I'm fishing for a spot hidden, but there might be nothing to spot. Mm. I think at this stage, it doesn't feel like anyone's watching you. Mm. What you notice, I suppose, without you know giving me a role or anything, is there are a lot of groups of people around, different types of... There's, for example, there are a lot of different religious orders wearing different mm. types of clothes. Um, and there are security forces. There are different groups of security forces. There's the state police and then there's the municipal police. I think you're... you're maybe if the, you're having this little thought and looking around, you're just aware that there are potentially lots of factions mm. with different motives. Mm. And that's not particularly helpful, but maybe it makes you think that there are lots of potential things going on here rather than reflecting on that I say this whole city this whole big circular city is like a big clock it's got all these little clockwork pieces all working in tandem but also at odds and the only way we're going to tell the time is if we take a step back clever yeah what does it all mean though hmm well you're a deep one I'm a what <laughs> <laughs> Of all the things. I think still still waters run deep, I think is what, what she's saying. No, that guy's a deep one, I say, pointing at the seven-foot-tall man yeah, with grey man with gills. He's <laughs> just going... Because <laughs> he can't breathe in the heat. I take out the Gatling gun and I start hosing him down. Well, we're not in Venice, although... And we think he's sweaty at first, but he, <laughs> he looks sweaty at first, but as he gets closer, he, he smells really strongly of bisque. <laughs> Yuck. A man comes up with uh, with huge, huge, huge wall-eyed black eyes and goes, "Zonky photo." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when he says we need to go back, I go, "Do you mean back as in back to the house and to the cellar before we drop your note?" I'm conscious that you can't telephone your contact, um, colleague. Well, that can wait. I think that's going to be a slow burn anyway. Uh, he's, it's not like we're going to get a response straight away. So maybe the house is the best place in case there's something urgent and pressing. I agree. I think it's silly to go gallivanting off looking for a woman who might well have just shut herself in. But I think we have to do it unobserved. Yes. Everything must be unobserved. I look at Sharon meaningfully. OK. <laughs> <laughs> My face, for a moment, has this sort of uh, look of a, a sinking feeling <laughs> and then I galvanise myself and say yes we need to um, be covert <laughs> okay who is he what is he doing so you're going back to the house yeah fine okay so you do are you trying to get in get back in without being observed yeah which shouldn't be too hard because Don's in his room fingers crossed yeah Niccolo is in the kitchen Fingers crossed, and so is... And Mrs Clubfoot is also in the kitchen. 
clawfoot, I think. Yeah, okay, so what I'm gonna do I'm gonna do like the reverse of a group stealth roll. So I'm not I'm not gonna take the worst stealth, I'm gonna let the one of you with the best stealth roll stealth to see whether you can get and you heading straight for the where you think the cellar is. Yes, I think I, I'll, on the way back I'll have gone. So it, um, it's you know it's straight ahead, um, turn left, and then turn right, and then it's down the stairs. Whatever, whatever. Anyway, if that makes sense, Dan. Yeah, fine, that'll do. Uh, my stealth is forty-two. Mine is twenty-five. Mine's um, slightly better. <laughs> <laughs> over to Dominic. We so I let Dom roll his stealth. Oh dear, what's happened? I've rolled a 92. Ooh, it's not a, that's not a fumble. But I'm going to push it. Yep, good. How are you pushing it? Uh, so remind me exactly, what's, this, what's the scene we're doing here? We, we, you are, so basically you're, you're... We're sort of like fucking Keystone Cops. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're hey, hey, hey! Everything we do is like the Keystone Cops, though, isn't it? Hey, hey. You're, you want to open the front door, move across the courtyard, and then open an, another door to go down the stairs, basically. Okay. So I think we open the front door... And I, I maybe trip or something, or yeah, I am a bit too. F- was the door and the door creak? And it, or I, I, I'm at the back and I let the door go. Foolish! As I let it go, I'm like, idiot, <laughs> and it goes clunk. So we f- we freeze, and then I do a bit of deception. You know, I I shout something like, "Oh, I forgot my reading glasses, my bloody hat. Where is it? I definitely left it in the in the hallway here." And then I wink to the others, and then I beckon them to follow my lead, and they're filled with confidence as I <laughs> slip smoothly into the courtyard like a ghost. Like a ghost with a hard success. <laughs> oh, yes. So, so you do. You, you let the others in. You do this little routine about having forgotten your hat. You can hear now that um, Don is back in the kitchen with Niccolo ranting asking him, you know, whether there's anyone he can call, whether he can pull some strings, whether he has any friends who work for the police. Nicola's trying to calm him down. And then I think you, maybe you mutter something about having found your hat and sort of slam the door again. Yeah, yeah. Smart. Nice, nice. And you will make your way to the the top of the stairs that lead down into the basement. So you open that door... And uh, you take a couple of steps down the stairs, whoever's first. And it is, it's like pitch black down there. There's no electric light. I don't know if you have a light source. Robert, are you happy to go first? Or Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah. I, I have my lighter, but that's all. I, I don't have a torch. <laughs> I say, yeah, I don't mind. And in that moment, remember that this is the worst character I've ever rolled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god forgotten just how bad my sanity is but I think we'll be okay I think we'll be okay well maybe there's a moment where we get to the, the bottom of the steps and I say I do say Robert do you want to go first yes <laughs> alright we're right behind you and I look at I look at Sharon and I nod at her she nods back mute a bit nervous but present do, do either of you gents have a lighter that we could use as a light source or matches? So well, I've got a lighter, but I'm not sure if Robert does as well. Uh, well, I, I'm a smoker, so I definitely do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it depends whether you're a match to smoker, but I mean... I think I'm a lighter smoker. Let's give you the benefit of the doubt and say you have a like a... Zippo. 
a Zippo lighter that you can light and just have lit. Mm. So you make your way down the steps and and into a, a sort of a stone basement, quite a large stone basement that looks like it's been, like work's been done on it recently in terms of sort of scraping old plaster away from the walls to reveal the old stone. Um, bits of the floor have been swept. You can see like uh, tools lying around as if people have been excavating down there. Are you are you looking for anything particular? I think I'm looking for um I think I'm looking for Masonic signs or dog headed figures. Interesting. I'm looking for signs of recent disturbance of the scene. So Julia or possibly Crystal or Barbara. Mm. I've been on many I've been on many a building site in my time, thanks to Brian's late husband's work. Yeah. Yeah. I know what it looks like. I know what it looks like when the boys have been going easy on the job for a few days and not a lot's been done. And I'll be looking for secret doors. <laughs> Damn straight. Can I roll my dwarven... <laughs> 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 yeah. Speak friend and enter. Can I smell gold? <laughs> We've got good spot hidden between us, right? Yeah. Why don't you all roll me a spot hidden? But if you all roll me a spot hidden with a... Um, each of you with a bonus die because you've all been very specific about what you're looking for. Nice. nice. Bonus ten. I would just tell you what you find, but I think the fact that you're working with the light of one little Zippo means. <gasps> with a bonus die, I've rolled a one. <gasps> what? I mean, I've rolled a twenty-two. How is that physically possible? Okay, I'll come to you. I can smell gold. <laughs> It could have been a hundred, though. Remember that. I mean, yeah. Nicholas Severe, what have you come up with? Uh, Twenty-two, a hard success, and a spot hidden of sixty. And you were looking for uh, Masonic symbols. I was looking for Masonic symbols or dog-headed figures, basically occult symbols. And Sharon, I've got a bad fail of an eighty-four on a forty-five. Did you roll your bonus die? I did. And that was the best. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think Robert maybe with that extreme success does a lot of work for you but Sharon I think maybe you just you just happen to never be never to be where the light is and just when you think you've seen something maybe you think you've seen a a footprint the the light that the guys have moved off with the light you just see the shadows move basically constantly terrifying Nicholas you do in the light of Robert's lighter see that very symbol that you're looking for well I've got one each I've got mine out as well oh you've got one out as well Mm. You do on, on, on like the far wall of the cellar, similarly carved into the stone like you saw uh, above the restaurant. You, saw, you see one of those little Masonic symbols. Really? Oh, but not carved out, not, not scratched out this one, of course. No, no. Um, and uh, Robert, well, with that zero one, you've, you, you know, you've hit the mother load, haven't you? Mm. So the first thing you notice, you remember Niccolo saying that he'd found Roman mosaics, a Roman mosaic in his basement. Mm. Yes. And you you get down on your hands and knees and with your handkerchief you start rubbing away at this, you see this patch that he's he's got um, you know, the tools lying around like a little brush and a tiny little chisel mm. and you sort of wipe it clean and you see a, a it's a scene that is similar to the one you saw in the church but much much clearer that it is what appear to be dog-headed people 
feasting on a, a humanoid figure. But it appears to be, but the figure appears, you can see the, sh- the colouring, the shading very clearly in this. Mm. And the figure appears to be dead. It's as if they're, they're feeding on a dead body. Um, it's really quite intricate, the mosaic. Um, and as you, as you look at this, you realise that there are, you're studying this quite carefully, and then you start to notice footprints in the, in the sort of, the dust and the patches of bare earth on this floor. Mm. But they're very odd footprints. They are, you don't know whether you describe them as, they're almost like hoof prints, but like more, more claw-like, like long hooves, like, like toes that are maybe halfway between a hoof and a toe. A hoe. <laughs> like a cloven human foot. Tooth. Yeah, exactly. Like a cloven human foot. Like, or, or, like a, or like the toes are fused together, something like that. Like that tribe who, who, who have... They have two big toes, don't they? Norfolk. Norfolk. <laughs> <laughs> Normal for Norfolk. NFN. <laughs> the old NFN. Yeah, you'd think I would have seen it coming, but no... So you spot these footprints and they're just classic NFN. <laughs> classic, classic. God damn it, I opened myself up to it. And you, so you, you follow the footprints and they head towards this pile of boxes in the corner of the room and you realise that you and, you and Nicholas are looking at exactly the same place because it is above these boxes, of course, that this little Masonic symbol is. And as you move closer to the boxes, you feel a sort of cool draught come from behind them but there's a smell on the breeze and there's a deeply unpleasant they've got a downstairs toilet <laughs> yeah oh my word it's a sweet sickly oh. Um, no. smell of it smells like teen spirit come <laughs> death it smells like death both little and big from behind these boxes oh god now then, listen. Oh, there's a draft coming from here, and someone or something has gone this way. And I, I know this smell. This is going to be, I think, a challenging sight. So, Miss Glifford, you might want to look away now. Don't look now. Shit, that's what I should have said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I start moving the boxes. Yes. No. He's absolutely right. Um, but look, we can't, we can't leave you here. Take my lighter. Look at that, Sharon. That's interesting, isn't it? There's a Masonic um, coat of arms again. It's those, the uh, the cartographer's tools once more. Oh, we saw that in the calf, didn't we? Yes, but this one hasn't been removed. I, I wonder. I wonder if we've. Well, I'll help with the boxes, and I I start moving boxes. What can you see? So as you shift the boxes out of the way, they reveal this stone arch. You can tell it's much older than the rest of the building. But it's, it's probably Roman. It's probably as old as the mosaic, uh, and and the stone arch. There are steps that lead down beyond that arch, and now the 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 sort of the, the cold. It's not really a draft or a breeze. It's just cold air. Mm. Maybe you'd all like to give me a listen roll. Mm. I'd very much like to do that. It's another good another good skill of mine. Ooh. Uh, an 11 on 50. A hard success, 16 on a 40. Also hard. A good success. Uh, would you like to spend one point of luck to make that an extreme listen roll? 
I think I may as well, right? With 11. I think it might be worth it. My luck is um, pretty good, actually, but I haven't spent any yet. I have lost one sanity. You're about to lose a bit more. Yeah, yeah, feels like it, feels like it. Good, exciting. Yeah, so um, I think I... It's probably just where they mince the beef. I've been moving these boxes, and uh, and in, in, in doing so, I haven't really been looking where my feet have been so much. And my foot just sort of slides forward, but I sort of steady myself. But I'm just that little bit closer in that moment. And luckily enough, I, I catch some... Mm. Mm. So I think you all hear, because you've all succeeded right quite well, you all hear what sounds like a sort of maybe the running of water or gentle lapping of water. But Nicholas, because you've got that little bit closer, you hear the sound of something sort of scampering away. Something large. Something quite large. Bigger than a rat. Bigger than a rat. And because it seems only fair, because I made Sharon make a sanity roll, I'd like you to make a sanity roll. Well, because I think what I say is, it could be a dog. It's big enough for a dog, I say, out loud, Mm. with or without an involuntary action. No, it's fine. 53 on a 67. Okay. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is just a dog. It's a stray dog down there. But in which case, I'm still interested. I go, it's big enough. Now, am I right in thinking Sharon never told us that she heard something that big? No, no, you did, didn't you? Bigger than a rat. And the claw and the claw marks in the side of the well were bigger than a rat. You, you said it was bigger than a rat. I think you said it, didn't you? Because we saw the claw marks, but then you said it, and that disturbed us. Because we all came to look at the well together. So I think I, I, I do take a step forward. I feel compelled to take a step forward. And then I stop, and I go... Wait, just like at the well. And I turn around to look at them, and then I turn back, and I just turn my back on them, and I look at, I look into the darkness, because I don't have my lighter anymore, and I've, I've gone further. I've, I've gone beyond the boundary of the arch, if that makes any difference. We're operating in such a small pool of light anyway. Yeah, yeah. Things will just loom up. Jeannie and I have formed a plan. Have you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we've formed a plan. We're un- we're unstoppable now. I'm sure the unstoppable yeah. force meets the immovable GM. Yeah. Yeah. So you have just heard these noises. You just stepped through the arch. The other two are just behind the arch. What do you do? Go inside. I um No, that's Genie talking. No, no, I mean, uh, he's, 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 it's, it costs him, like, he passed his sanity roll, but it costs every ounce of his, um, willpower to, to not run in there yelling, Tontu! Tontu! <laughs> and, and I think I do turn round again, having done that sort of weird thing where I've already looked once. So I turn my back on the darkness and I say, Do you think it's a dog? And you don't see a little girl in a red coat <laughs> run run down the side. Run behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Classic. But I see it. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Not yet. I say, um, what's a dog? What's a dog? <laughs> no, what you're, I mean, what you're about. What are you talking about? I don't think it's going to be a dog down here, mate. I heard something big down there. I heard something big. What do you mean, big? Isn't that what you said you heard in the well? What if they connect? Did you hear, like, a large animal? A, a, a sort of an animal? I don't really know. Yes, yes, sort of s- skittering, uh, but but big. What You said that you saw footprints. I didn't see them. 
Were they... Were they like gargoyles' feet? Elongated, with sort of talons? Yes. Yes. And my hand covers my mouth. But that's not a dog, my friend. I know. I've never seen a dog with feet like that. What if she's down here? Not even in Hitchin. <laughs> Hitchin? My word. What was that? Is it some kind of gesture? No, it's all right. We don't like Wellin. We don't talk about that garden city. Oh, I see. Sorry. Sorry. Is that you spitting? Yeah, evil eye. Oh, evil eye. Anyway, look. No, but seriously. She might be down here. We have to go down. We have to go down. We have to see. Well, we came down here to see what was what. So we got to see what's what. Yes, you're right, Sharon. Well put. Can we make a torch? And I, I, I head back in to sort of... Is there any kind of, like, a, a bit of rag or anything from something? Is there anything that I can do to make it kind of flaming torch? I've still got the Bible. Um, give me a luck roll. I do have the Bible. I've got the Bible. <laughs> Set fire to a Bible. <laughs> got it. It's a bit much, isn't it? Unless you're going group luck, but I mean, I've just rolled a zero six on my forty nine luck. Yeah, there's a bit of there's a bit of old rag, and there's a there's a, a bit of wood yeah. that one of the one of the crates that was piled up by the door. You're able to pull off a bit of wood quite easily, and you can fashion a a torch. Hang on, just in case we're being really dense. There aren't any light bulbs in here, are there? There's not a light switch. No. <laughs> just checking. While we're frantically setting fire to a Bible, we could just be like, click. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. And there's there's no lanterns either. Because if they've been working down here in the cellar, they must have had some light source for finding these mosaics. So there's no sort of hurricane lamps or lanterns or anything like that. No, it's a good, good point, good point. Hmm. Maybe they don't need them. They don't need... Hmm. You know, canine eyes, they just see in the dark, right? Well, maybe if you go back and have a... If that's what you're looking for, you go and, go and have a... Go back and have a little look around the room. You want to have a little look? Watch, have a little look. M- mine was an extreme luck success, so I... I, I... You extreme luck success. You find this rag and this piece of wood, and you feel like... Yeah. Ooh, man, make fire! Ooh! You feel like, um... You know, an, advent- an adventure hero, right? An ad- adventure hero, is that a phrase? Something from the pulps. Yeah, you feel like a... Exactly exactly like an explorer from a pulp magazine and you're just putting it together mm. something from the something from the 1930s and you say to yourself this is so much more exciting than that electric torch mm. that you see lying by your foot <laughs> <laughs> and then you pause and i say hmm yes I, I do love it when a plan comes together but yes that's uh, that's unusual that oh look it looks we've lucked out there's a torch we'll keep this in reserve Oh, well done, Mr. Devere. Um, while that's going on, I'd like to open one of these boxes that we've been moving. <gasps> Good thinking, investigator. Really? Are you sure? Well, <laughs> why not? That's a logical thing to do. Just in case. Just in case it's full of, like, gunpowder or TNT or something. That's true, as I, as I set fire to the Gideon Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as you have a sort of start having a look at these crates you realise that they are they are the sort of crates that a, that a lazy game designer would put in front of a doorway <laughs> to stop you accessing it. <laughs> <laughs> that are completely empty, uh, pointless. So if you sort of bang into them, they sort of bounce around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, weird physics, weird physics going on. 
and a lot as a feather. You hit them with a club, they shatter, leaving no. They they are completely empty and pointless. You don't know what they're doing down here. Really daft. Sometimes if you walk at one angle on one corner, you can sort of almost merge into the box. <laughs> you can push, yeah, or you can push. If you walk at them, and you can shift them. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing of any interest in any of these boxes. Glitchy frame rates. One of them sort of stuck in the wall and just <laughs> shaking. It's like slightly shimmering. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. No, it looks like some of them have some of them have got some earth that maybe has been they've got like junk and rubbish that's been cleared out. Mm. Some of them have tools in. They're not storing anything of any great significance. Mm. Yeah. Just checking. You say there's tools. Is there anything in there that might might usefully be a weapon that we could take with us into the darkness of the tunnel? That's good Stevenage thinking there. Good Stevenage thinking. It would make a difference. There are things like um, trowels and... A trowel. A, a trowel. Um, I could fuck you up with a trowel. <laughs> <laughs> a little a hammer and a chisel. Oh, a hammer? Yeah, I'll take the hammer. Isn't that the motto from, from Stevenage in Latin? I can fuck you up with a trowel. <laughs> I'll fuck you up with a trowel. Yeah, it is actually, yeah. So unfair. So Sharon's taking a hammer. I'm taking a hammer. I've got the Gideon Bible. And in the spirit of Dan and McAleer, I was going to say, I mean, we all know how well they burn, right? <laughs> I feel like this kind of thing Dan would say. Burn green, burning green flame. And you go like, Dan, you've been burning Bibles again. <laughs> Dude, you've got to stop that. It is a bank holiday weekend. Well, while Sharon's grabbing tools, does anyone else want to tool up? Yeah, tools and weapons. No, but I am starting to feel like, oh, I wish I'd gone to that cafe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I was really torn. All I wanted to do was learn some Italian recipes, not this old shit. Uh, I think I see some doubt in your eyes as I'm putting a trowel in my pocket. Just a trowel. Mm. Um, it might be useful. And then you potentially see me pat my uh, sort of re- checking pat on my on my jacket. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. And I, I say to you, we could just check to the end, and then we could always ask your colleagues still for help, right? Yes, of course. I mean, this is all new territory. Yes. Let's have a look then. Okay, so you're heading down. Let's have a butcher's. <laughs> Are you alright up front, Robert? Yes, yes. I've seen my fair share of chemical accidents. Mm. And, and back in Italy again? Well, let's not think about that. What? Didn't you serve here? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean to... So you make your way down the steps, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, um... Sharon, are you all right in, in the rear? <laughs> With the lighter? How dare you. Um, can I have Can I have the... I don't know why the other two are laughing. Can I have the makeshift... Not the electric torch, but the makeshift torch that you made out of the... The flaming torch. Maybe that's why Don is so adamant that she's not pregnant. Sorry, just a thought popped into my head. Yeah, maybe, maybe. What? They've only been doing anal. Oh, <laughs> bringing up the rear. That hole's for hubby, is that what you're saying? That hole's for hubby. That hole's for hubby. The hubby cubby. Oh, what? Oh, God. That's the Judy Dench line, isn't it, guys? Is it? Yeah, Judy Dench. Can't besmirch the great Lady Dench. Cut it. It's all cut. Cut this, cut this, but... Cut this! <laughs> it's gold, it's gold. You've got to keep that in. So, tell me... What's the setup? Robert is in front with the electric torch, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I've got the lighter in the middle and... And I've got the flaming torch up the rear. Not up my rear. <laughs> Come on. 
with a, ha- a hammer in one hand. <laughs> Sharon's got a flaming torch and a, and a hammer. Nice. Okay. So. Flaming torch or hammer? Both. So you make your way down the steps. Tom's gone. This is like Darkest Dungeon now. <laughs> yeah. You make your way down the steps and you get to a sort of subterranean canal. Oh, it's OSR Dungeon Crawl, guys. Oh, God. He's gone full Mortborg on us. <laughs> and maybe some of you. Maybe actually you could. Isn't this the music from. Don't look now. The sexy. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's the sexy. It's the sexy. It's the sexy. to keep it playing. It's perfect. It's going to be weirder. It's really going to be weirder. Yeah. It's the subterranean canal. <laughs> Did you all give me a no roll? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wasn't it you, Joseph, who painted over the sign of stone? Welcome to Stone Historic Canal Town and made it. Welcome to Stone Historic Anal Town. Was that you? <laughs> that was not me. Yeah. That was not me. <laughs> Be quite out of character, I think. C-A. If, if only I'd have had that genius. I'm sorry, a no roll. I'm not, I'm being really dense. What's a no roll? Education. Ah, thank you. You and your boys' terms. That's a very hard success. Very hard success for me. Just a success on an 80 on an 84. Failure for me, I'm afraid. It's a 66 on a 54. So I think I'm just going to take Robert's hard success. In your hand. Robert, I think you remember... Yeah, I think you remember from maybe from your last time in Bologna that you remember someone telling you that Bologna, like Venice, was built on water and that once the city was crisscrossed with canals, that they were all covered up. Not too long ago, earlier this century. Or some were covered up long, long ago, but the last few really and there's only maybe sort of one place where you can actually see the water running through the city now but you recall that the whole city was built on canals and there's potentially a whole network of these underground canals I whisper that over my shoulder and say you know it's like the the rivers of London they're all underground except for Thames obviously yes of course the fleet oh fleet yeah fleet yeah how foolish I've been and the steps sort of take you down to the edge of this canal. There's room to walk along the side of it. And it's really, it's its quite big. You don't have to duck down or anything. It's, it's plenty of room for you to stand up. And it, it, you can see it stretches off in both directions. And in one direction, you can actually see a sort of pool of light landing on it, maybe a few hundred yards away. And in the other direction, it sort of stretches off into the darkness. Those, those footprints you saw, are there any here? I'll have a look. And I cast my eyes to the ground. I'll do likewise. Having, having said it, I'll, I'll do my base tracking. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if, if you cast your eye to the ground, you do, see, you do see some signs of footprints. A tracking roll might get you a bit more. That's all I see. 39 and a 10, I've got. I'll take a punt. Hey, now I've rolled an 18. On your tracking... On my tracking, but it, uh, my tracking's a 10, so I'm 8 over. Ooh. I could spend 8 luck, but that will put me on 20 luck. Oh, no, no. Mm-mm. No, no. I think, I think it would be the wrong use of that luck. Okay. Just checking. So be it. A failure. You can see the same strange footprints. Heading towards the light? Well, that potentially is what you need a tracking roll for. You can just see. They're just You can see them. You can see them. But we're not sure which, which way they go. They lead to here, and they either go left or right, right? Are we going to split up and go some to the dark, some to the light? 
<laughs> yum, 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 yum. Or are we all going to go together? The light, I would just tell you, the light is not very far away. I've been told that my whole life. I haven't found it yet. Mm. Let's, let's check out the light first, because that might be... That might be someone there. Mm. Exactly what I was thinking. Sharon, it's a question. I've got a hammer in one hand and a flaming torch in another. I'm not thinking at all. I'm just a bundle of reaction right now. I, I feel immensely attracted to her in that moment, in a way that I cannot explain. <laughs> so do you make your way... You will make your way towards the light? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you do, and you, you make your way along this canal side, and it doesn't smell very nice... But you can't hear any of that scuttling anymore. As if maybe whatever it was, you disturbed it and it, it ran off. Mm, mm. I can't hear anything anymore. You? It's quiet. It's quiet here. Too quiet. Don't listen now. And as you cast your light against the wall, you're just... The thing that strikes you is just how old this canal is. I think it must be at least Roman. I mean, you kind of wish Don was here with his superior archaeological knowledge. Mm. Well, well, my Brian, my Brian's a, was a builder and all I can tell you is that that block work is primitive. Mm. Mm. But skillful. I think I think Roman is is a good guess. Yes, that, that that's my instinct. Let me see with my 30 archaeology. Ooh, 42. No idea. Primitive is a good word. <laughs> Charged, but but good. So you keep on going until you reach this pool of light. And uh, you, you find yourself in like a round column. And as you look up, it feels like you're at the bottom of a well. Oh, you are absolutely having a... Oh, shit. No, 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 no. You're having a bubble. Of course, I say. Of course. It's the wh... It's the wh... It's the wh... San Stefano. It's the wh... And then Sharon grabs at Nicholas Devere the well. It's the festival. It's the one that I... with the claw marks that I heard the noises down. I've not thought about St. Benedict's the local church for so long. This isn't the time for... Ah, sorry, the cat's just scratched me on the arse. <laughs> <laughs> There's something behind you. Oh, God. What, what terrible time for that to happen. Sorry, sorry, guys. Maybe you could all, at this stage, give me a listen roll. Bullying me. I think I'm so struck by the euphoric nature of all of this cohering. Is that it's this? This is a religious place. There's something happening here to me. It was I was lured here for the love of cooking and the and the base nature. My 89 or my 50. I don't. I'm not listening. I'm not hearing it. I'm just so there's a rapture upon me. I am hearing and listening. 32 and a 45. I am not hearing. <laughs> With my 61 on a front of 40 on a 40. 61 on a 40. But I am at the I am at the back of the group, so does that make any difference? Does that make any difference? No, I think you've all sort of gathered together in as well and you passed. So you can hear you can hear two voices. You can hear quite a heated conversation coming from up there. And and the voices are speaking in French, but you can tell they're not French speakers. It's Italians speaking French. Wow. Maybe, yeah, maybe you might want to draw your own conclusions about why that might be. Do you have a French language? I do. Give me a French roll and see how you get on. Fucking hell. 
Is it is it ten percent? Yeah. Don't worry, the whole scenario does not hinge on you succeeding. Um seventy-three. <laughs> it's not fair, that's not fair. So unfortunately you can't understand what they're saying, but you but you I know it's French. But you know it's French and you you they they both sound like they are Ital- Italian from what you've heard already walking around this town and from your time. Um, I mean, you've never left, left the country before. Your French is only school French. But you know what a French accent sounds like. And this sounds like Italians speaking French. <laughs> and it sounds like they're having a bit of an argument about something. Are there any individual words, like one word, one word that I might pick up on? No, we really can't understand what they're talking about. But okay. <laughs> is it two men? It's two men having an argument. It's somewhat hushed, but intense. And then... There's like a final sort of flourish. Someone says something that feels very final, and this time in Italian. And then something comes down the well. You see something falling down the well. Ooh. And lands at your feet. Do you pick it up? Oh, yes. I train my, my flaming torch upon it and pick it up. It's a cape, a short black cape with some symbols on it. Okay. It's the it's the Porto man. It's the it's the port guy. He's ditched his port cape. The port guy. Yeah, from our the Sanderman. Sanderman, Mister Sanderman. The what man? Sanderman Port. Yes. The what? Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. But Dom has come to the rescue. Who? We were joking about like anarchists hanging around or li- listening and communist spies listening in, in the in the piazza. Sandman, the, the port. And now he's ditched his cape. That's, it's a, it's a long-form joke. It's t- you had to be there. All right. Uh, <laughs> she, she, she's picked the stuff up, and I think that, that, that breaks me out of my reverie, and I go, what's, what's that, Sharon? What's that? It's a cloak, uh, like, a, like a little cloak. Um, what do you call it? A, ca- a cape. It's a cape. Was there someone up there? I heard two blokes having a fight. I couldn't hear the words, but I reckon... They were Italians speaking in French. I know it was French. And then one of them said something in Italian at the end. It was like, right, we're done now. And then this cape came down the well. Look look at it, look. And she holds it up in the light of the, the light coming down from the well. You shall study it. It's got, it's got some pictures on it. What do you make of it, Robert? I haven't got the foggiest. What do I make of it, Dan? A cold. Roll your a cold. Give me a... Uh... History? Let's see. I would take history. Yeah, I'd probably take a hard history mm-hmm. or a a hard, maybe a hard education. Or have you got anything? Maybe even anthropology. That's no, maybe not anthropology. Mm, no, I've I've only got archaeology. Something something cultural. Cook cook ten. No. No. Hard education is going to be my best. That's a 42% chance. Yeah, go for that then. Ooh, it's 55. That's a lot to spend. Well, you get something for a, a regular regular success. Mm. This strikes you as a, like a religious, ecclesiastical paraphernalia. Mm, of course it is. This is a, a religious cape. You couldn't tell what order it is from. Something from the vestry. But it looks to you, you've actually, now you look at it, you think you've maybe seen people wearing this around town. Mm. Ooh. Mm. One of the religious orders for the festival. Perhaps. Ooh. I, I say as much. 
I think it's from someone who might be attending for the festival. Well, that makes sense. Yes, but why throw it? Why throw it down the well? Exactly. Exactly. And then there's a little, a little um, Richard Curtis romantic moment between Nicholas Devere and Sharon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sort of a moment of connection. If they weren't bound by their petty human bodies. I hate dogs. Well, I mean, I love dogs, partly because of the same because of the same feeling, right? I hate them. I'm allergic. That's just a connectivity. But if you flip it, that's just the connectivity of two souls reaching out for companionship. And in that moment, it's there. And then, it, and then, in that it, moment, I snatch the cape off them and go, "Let's have a look at this." <laughs> <laughs> and it and it and it shatters yeah. the whole thing. The connectivity shatters. <laughs> You're like, "Gosh, it absolutely stinks down here, doesn't it?" Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I don't know. What are you thinking? Al- almost certainly. What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> what if someone's dropped this cape down here? in order to provide someone with a disguise at a later point in time. <laughs> You're a very clever man, Mr Hyde. I used to drink at the Coach and Horses. Got a terrible reputation. What? What? <laughs> yes, brilliant. That's brilliant. Well, I wouldn't know. I've never been to the Coach and Horses. Of course. I take a couple of steps away from him, down towards the canal. Oh, careful. Don't lose your footing, Mr Devere. In which direction do you think you might like to go? We have to go back the other way, right? Because this this was... Into the dark, my friend. Into the dark. Into the dark. Is this a dead end? Well, so, do you want to go into the dark or do you want to go back into the house? Into the dark. 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 We, we, we haven't finished it. Um, we'll check with Robert. Robert, is it all right if we have a look? I think we must. But first we need to decide what to do with this cape. Do we leave it and let nature take it, like, let things take their course, or do we interfere? No, let's take it. I'll pop it on. All right. It's a bit chilly anyway. Might be useful. Might be useful for a disguise. Sharon Sharon takes the cape and she puts it around her shoulders and ties it at the neck with the two pieces of ribbon. Okay, great. I, t- I turn away and breathe, breathe deeply. Unable to unable to understand my feelings in that moment. <laughs> Lung full of foul stench. And then you start making your way down towards towards the dark end of the canal. Mm. Go on then. And I think this time Sharon is in the... Because she's been in the back up until now, I think as we reverse the polarities, she's in the front with her flaming torch and her hammer. Yeah. Nice. And her cape. In her cape. And wearing the cape. What an image. <laughs> I mean, that's fan art, right? Right there. <laughs> that is. Well, I want someone to draw Sharon with her cape, her hammer, and her flaming torch. As she walks into the dark, <laughs> wearing her black velvet cape covered in strange insignia, mm. flaming torch in one hand, and a big fucking claw hammer in the other. Just another holiday in Italy. Yes, I think I look up into that well of light. A plunging disc of glory descending, almost like the projection of an angel's hopes, deep into the earth, lighting the subterranean places, the forgotten and and awful dark trails of the corners of the earth. And I, I sense an ancient connection to religion that I been hiding away from all these years with my love of theatre and ritual and the sense of time being captured by performers 
And then here it is, released in this singular lance of light into the earth, exposing something that has been hidden. And I, I'm reminded in that moment of, of that wonderful, wonderful evening when I met Sir John. Gilgood, of course. And he might, have, he might not be Sir yet in 1970, for now, for now, for now. But uh, John Gilgood. And I remember, and I'm, and I'm transported back, perhaps in the same way in which the, the lights around the mirrors in the dressing room in the West End shine these pinnacles, these beams out from beside the mirrors. And there's, there's a cascade of light that comes from the reflection, and yet at the same time it is, it's almost a sort of focus into the dressing room that creates weird pools of shadow in the corners. It's the, the intensity of side-lighting and how much it creates the chiaroscuro of effect. And there I was with John Gielgud. And, and of, of, of course, my editor was there, Cormac McCormick. And the three of us were having a glass of champagne in his dressing room. And I was congratulating him on his Gloucester. Or was it Richard III? Um, and... And he, and he turned to me and he said, Oh, oh, Nicholas, you're such a talented young man. Oh, I have no idea what to say to you or to help you in your career. But never forget the numinous nature of the strange. Never forget what it is to be in a pool of light, the spotlight, and how it changes a person. However deep you are in the earth, there's always a guiding light that can raise you up to the punishing lights of the stage and beyond. Perhaps to the fretted fire that links us all to the heavens and the angels that fly there like souls raised from the dead. More champagne. And, and, and with, the, with the memory of those words, more champagne... I come to and I, 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 I see this cloak being put on and I think, Sharon, what a delectable creature you are. <laughs> 